Rubber game of the series between the Royals and Padres in San Diego. And before the game, 70 members of the U.S. Marine Corps sang their oath, officially becoming a part of the Corps. Very cool moment there. We pick it up in the first inning. No score. Eric Hosmer facing Denelson Lament. 3-1. Bloop to left. Those wild pitches just cost a run. That's a base hit. Should have been a runner first base. Wild pitch to the third. But he would not have scored. Now he does. 1-0 Kansas City in the first. Pitch by the right-hander. That's a going about a ton and a mile to right field. No one can catch that but a fan. And he does in a beautiful blue, uh, rather uh, old-fashioned Padre Brown top. How fitting. However, it's a Kansas City three-run home run. Another one of these onslaughts by the opposition as the Padres continue to give up way more in the first innings of this year than any other inning, and it's not even close. 4-0, Kansas City. Alex Gordon, first pitch swinging and a high fly ball to deep right. Caesar is back. He is at the wall. He leaps up. It's gone. Alex Gordon jumps on the first pitch of this at bat with two outs in the fourth inning. He hits his second home run of the season. And the Royals add on. Now 5-0. Pitch by Lament. High fly ball hit a ton and a half. In the right field. Long gone. Long gone. Hosmer. Pretty much locked in himself. Home run in his last at bat yesterday in the eighth inning. Home run here in the fifth. That's a crusher, a big crushing two run home run. 7 1, Casey. The 1 2 is in the air, deep left field. On the move is Perella and the center fielder. Neither will get there. That is, I think, over the top of the wall, in the row one, out again, but that's a home run. In and out of the seats and fell between the two fielders, Perella and uh, Cordero, but it's gone. Mustakis, wow. Home run. 8-3, KC. The Padres come up short in their series finale against the Royals. Manager Andy Green talked to the media after the game. I think more than anything today, it was, you know, Lamette struggle with command. Uh, that's going to get you as long as the inning progresses. Uh, you know, he gives up, uh, puts a base runner on in the first inning and then just honestly scatter shots his fastball after that. Then he has to kind of take off of his fastball, pitch away from the scattering report because he no longer can command the 95. He's pitching the 91-93 range and he's throwing pitches that he hopes to throw for strikes rather than throwing with conviction, knowing that his stuff's going to get guys out. But when you aren't commanding the fastball, it's, uh, it's a very difficult league to pitch in. What do you think caused him to maybe lose the command of the fastball in that first inning? Oh, I think we need to look a little bit more into like when he's in the stretch. Uh, obviously, it was pretty clean at the beginning when he's in the windup. Then the game progressed. He got back in the windup, threw the ball well from the windup for the most part. But I think if you watch the game, uh, he went away from like the power four seam because he wasn't wasn't commanding it, and he went to the sinker. Like that's him trying to make an adjustment, and like got through five innings after giving up four in the first. So, you know, you're. It's a positive, but at the end of the day, like when he's not pitching with his power four seam at the top of the strike zone, uh, there's not enough command to be successful in this league. So you're, you're going to see like balls squared up. Then that's like a radically different pitcher than the guy that's at 95, 97, top of the zone, good slider. Uh, he's got to pitch with his stuff, but he's got to throw strikes. Three home runs to left-handed hitters. Is that split an early concern? 
It commands the concern. I think he just he goes back to that over and over again. The Moustakas home run, like we go into the series, like no strike change ups to Moustakas, but when you're not throwing your fastball for your strike and you're not throwing your slider for a strike and you're trying to figure a way to throw a pitch over the plate, scouting report kind of goes out the window and you throw a change up for a strike and it gets hit out. Like we know going into the game that that's not the way to approach him, uh, but you got to command the fastball. And, and I think inside of him is the ability to do that. He's shown that. It's two in a row. It's time for him to bounce back and like really attack the zone with the fastball and uh, the real fastball, not the not the like held back uh, controlled fastball because that's he's not he's not a control command pitcher he's a stuff guy and he's got to come at you with that stuff what do you think of Maton's debut good uh, I mean I, it says it says a lot about our fans uh, we get real clearly how difficult some of these games are uh, I think I feel that very strongly in the fans uh recognizing a moment that's transcendent in a young guy's life that he'll remember the rest of his life and giving him the like standing ovation, the applause, the getting behind the strikeout, uh, fastball up in the zone, which I think you'll see time and time again throughout his major league career. Uh, six pitches, three outs, good. Uh, I see low targets for him, like he's going to win in the top of the strike zone. And that's like stuff uh, our young catcher will get better and better with. But, you know, punch out Lorenzo Cain to start your big league career. I didn't, I didn't lob him anything. I threw him right into the heart of their order and he got through it pretty quickly. A really strong series for Corey Spangenberg. How nice is that to see, given Shim's demotion? Yeah, it's great for him. I think when people look at like how he's performed uh, up until this point in the season, like he started in the minor leagues, did a great job, came up here, and he's split in time. And he's split in time with a left-handed third baseman as a left-handed third baseman. And you're looking at it like one of those guys is not getting the preferred matchups. I'd say more often than not, Corey Spangenberg's out there facing the, the lefties and the Clayton Kershaws and uh, the guys that don't line up for good matchups for either one of those two guys and never once complained, battled, was positive the whole time. This affords him an opportunity to play consistently and see what he's going to run with. And uh, he's a great at bats. And I think we believe long term in Ryan Schimpf as well. Love his power, love his walks. Uh, but this affords Spangy, like, hey, go play pretty consistently. And uh, he's running with it. Up next, the Padres host the Reds on Monday.